I also even I that want is like I was just gonna, gonna say, say like I want <laughs> Why do we love talking? I, so hold on, much? I was just gonna <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We all were gonna say Hello and welcome to Given the Platform, the show where we give unsung people the chance to flaunt their extraordinary passions and knowledge. Do you have something that you want to be given the platform to talk about? Contact me at giventheplatform at gmail.com. You could also follow us on social media at giventheplatform for both Instagram and Facebook to get updates on future episodes. Also, feel free to download this podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. And if you're on iTunes, please rate us five stars. I'd really appreciate that. Today we have on Juliana Cimenti. She's going to talk about productivity in the pandemic. And it's something that I've struggled with, but I also have educated myself a lot on productivity. So it was a fun little uh, conversational episode between the two of us. And she's just a hilarious and delightful person. And we had a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy. Today we are here with Juliana Cimenti. Hi, Juliana. Hi, Harrison. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I was just talking to you about how much I need this episode for myself, so I'm very excited. Um, let's just get right into it. Where are you right now? I'm in Queens, New York. I'm staying with the rents. Nice, nice. So, and that's it also be like that this yeah. time. <laughs> And that should come up in our conversation because that's a hindrance to me when it comes to productivity. I don't know about you. Surprisingly enough, no, but we can totally get into that. Totally. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking all things productivity, especially uh, productivity in the pandemic, because I don't know about y'all, but for me, it's like if I don't have a schedule, I'll just do nothing. And it's horrible and I don't like it. So we'll get into the... Uh, the details of that later. But let's start with saying like, Juliana, do you consider yourself uh, quite a productive person? Like in general, pandemic aside? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I'm just always busy and doing something, wh- whether it's just running errands, sending emails, exercising, seeing friends, working. I mean, I just live off of doing things and being busy, which which is good, but it can really, it's going to negatively affect me, which it has. So, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So what, so I'm going to ask, like, do you often feel like you're procrastinating or do you also feel unproductive? And are you truly being unproductive in those moments? Or is it just like a heightened sense of reality? I definitely think it's more of a heightened sense of reality. I mean, I always make sure that I'm doing the, the amount of things that my brain can handle for the day. Like, in the moment. So instead of holding something off for a little while and procrastinating, I just ask myself, okay, what am I capable of doing right now without straining myself or feeling guilty? Like, like let's say I have to learn a side or something for a class and, and I'm just not in the mood to memorize. I just say, okay, what, what do I need to do first before getting into that focused headspace? So I'll usually listen to music or I'll write or like I'll guiltily go on social media. Um, and then I'll just suck it up and say, all right, it's time. You you want this to be good, so let's do it. Um, and I also just kind of set a little goal for myself. Like, as long as this is done by this time or I've spent X amount of time on it, it'll be all right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, especially, well, 
I have to hold. We're going to get too deep too quickly. Let's start slowly. <laughs> I had so many things I just wanted to add to that. <laughs> oh, honey, we're just getting started. <laughs> so I just want to ask, first of all, this is productivity in a pandemic specifically. So um, how has COVID affected your productivity and having to stay inside all day? I think I think I've stayed just as productive, believe it or not, but in a different way, just because I'm not working. I mean, I lost my day job twice during this pandemic, so I'm not working again. Um, I'm not going on auditions. I'm not really seeing people. So it's been tough to accept that because there is, but because there's this constant feeling of like, am I doing enough? Like, why do I still not feel fulfilled while I have things to do? It's just not the usual fulfillment that I get, you know? Yeah, totally. So like, what would you say? makes you feel productive nowadays that you never thought would have given you that sense before. How is that? How has the definition of productivity changed for you? Well, for me, I love making lists. Like once we, like if we, when we talk about like advice that I want to give or whatever, like I am a killer for a list. I just love, like, like you said, um, you love having a schedule. I also love having a schedule. So I kind of just make a schedule for myself. And whether it be something like really small, like, okay, I want to exercise today. I want to finish this poem that I've been writing. I want to finish this book. I want to research this casting director. Like I kind of just, I've been finding things to do and things to check off my list to make me feel somewhat productive, but it's not the same from like, leaving an audition and then or like learning something for a callback or you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. it's it's still being productive but it's just it's not that same heightened level got it, it. Feels really strange yeah so in your mind you still have, you stayed productive but <laughs> we got to bring it down for the audience here I don't think everyone is doing as amazing as you myself included um what about the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you're giving me way too much credit here. I promise you. <laughs> so, what about the pandemic makes it so hard to get things done in your opinion? So, I think the amount that I get done a day usually depends on when I wake up. Like it depends on my mood because believe it or not, during a pandemic, like I'm burning myself out. <laughs> and it's taken me a really hard time to find this balance between spreading myself too thin or doing what I feel obligated to do compared to doing things that I, that genuinely make me happy and calm me down. Um, And just another thing that makes me feel pressured to get things done and be productive is just comparing myself constantly. I mean, I had to delete social media apps so many times to get away from it because it would just cause me to spiral. Like I would see someone, I would be like, Oh my God, she just started a business. Well, maybe I should start a business. Like, what am I good at? What can I do? How can I help people? Like it got so bad. And I would step back and I'd be like, I don't want to start a business. What, why, why would I want to do that? So, and then again, it turns into that need rather than that want. So, I mean, this applies to not even just the pandemic, just like life in general, you can't look at other people's journeys because it's not the same as yours. It's, It's just genuinely not worth it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I have no friends who are starting businesses. I'm a little younger, but for sure, like I would see people on (laughs) social media and they're like so happy. And then I'd get bitter that they were happy. And I was like, we're in a pandemic. Why are you happy? 
But then when exactly. I would exactly like, whenever I would do something that made me happy or like I could do something that made me happy or feel productive, I'd be like, well, I'm only doing this because this person is doing it and that's not a good reason. And then I don't do it. And I'm like, this is worse than I started. Let's just get something done. Really? That's how I, yeah. I mean, wow. it was well, just... yeah. Again, that turns into the need rather than the want, or it becomes like wanting the feeling rather than, I don't know, just like the satisfaction of doing the thing, you know? Mm. I also find that like, I wanted to start like a YouTube channel and I had to kind of get my, priorities straight because I was like yeah I could do that but as soon as I was like let's start I was like okay I immediately lost all creativity I don't know where to start I don't know what shots to make right and that's why I was like oh okay I'll just start a podcast because then I just have to worry about speaking and I can do that pretty decently (laughs) I'd hope (laughs) we're we're already beautiful job thank you thank you (laughs) but yeah and I mean I think phone usage in general has been such a struggle for me it's just hard to the phone makes it so hard to just start something because that's the biggest slump I get through is just like not being able to start something because yes. once I start, I'm pretty good. But I mean, I've been reading a lot about phone addiction over this quarantine or over the past year almost. And just the way mm-hmm. that like people I, and I'm pretty sure people are fully aware that it's like you you are meant to swipe through and get a little bit of like serotonin on each post. Mm hmm. And they just know, like, do you that watch that manipulative, um, and they still do it. <laughs> Me too. No, exactly. I'm. Uh, did I watch what? Did, there was this documentary on Netflix. I already forgot what it was called, but it was basically about how the media just has destroyed our generation and is just going to continue to do that because we're just we're in it. Like, there's really no turning back unless we kind of all go cold, cold turkey, and. It scared the bejesus out of me. And I was like, I have to delete everything right now. So again, like it, it just seems so drastic. It's like, it's almost impossible to kind of set limits on yourself because once you're on it, you're on it. Like I find myself on YouTube, like watching videos from like 10 PM to one in the morning sometimes. Like, that's terrible. I mean, yeah, that's terrible. I watch, I watch- it's so bad. Were you just going to say mean, you watch ASMR? I, I was about to say I watch ASMR. And what happens is, is that I'm like, at 11 o'clock, I'm like, I'll watch ASMR to wind down. And then I'll spend two hours finding a video that I feel adequately will help me fall asleep. Harrison, that is But by me. the time I get to it, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> I, do. I, wa- I do that too. It's so bad because oh I don't want to fall asleep to just anyone. But exactly. I feel I here's my thing. I keep on thinking I run across the right one when in reality it's just me being so tired right. that I'm like, okay, I just automatically fall asleep because I'm so tired. And I know that because I find the right one. What always happens with me, I don't know if this happens with you. I find the right one and I I'm like, okay, save that, bookmark that in your head. And then I keep looking. And when I'm just ready, when I'm too tired, I'm just like, okay, let's go back to the one I wanted. Yes. And then I just fall asleep in a second. And then I do. It's it's horrible. And I mean, that's what happens with, I in one of my studies that I was reading about, like phone addiction, is that the anticipation. It's not even the anticipation of getting a good video, or like you're like, okay, let me swipe for another good video. It's the fact that you think, oh, let me swipe, or I'm thinking TikTok or Instagram in this case. Let me swipe or let me look through for a different video. 
which I will not know if it will be good enough or give me that serotonin, but the anticipation of it being a possibility being yeah. is even more exciting than the guarantee of getting it like a hundred percent as a good video, which is what keeps you swiping. Cause you're like right. five more good ones. The thing that stops me is when I'm swiping long enough. Like I want to say maybe five minutes and I don't see something that I like. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's a sign. I should go to bed, but it, it shouldn't, shouldn't take that to get me off of my phone and go to sleep you know because because you just you get pulled in and when you're not being pulled in you're like all right well I might as well just turn it off and then I also wake up sometimes in the middle of the night like to go to the bathroom and then I'll go on my phone and sure enough I'm sucked in again isn't that so bad it's so bad it's so and it's I was just gonna say it's so hard because Normally in like a school year, I'd be like, okay, just delete the app because then I'm busy enough with schoolwork that it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. When like over a break like this, when all my work that I will force upon myself is self, I don't want to say self-inflicted. That sounds like something horrible. But whenever, when I put my own work upon myself, it becomes that much harder because then I'm like, well, do I have anything to do today or can I just stay on the phone? Instead of like with school, exactly. it's like actual obligations, which is why... I, I also want to pick your brain here. It's like when you're out of school and you're on your own schedule, how do you do it? Like, how do you force yourself and say, like, these things are required instead of just being like, oh, I could kind of do whatever I want, make my own schedule? Um. Well, obviously, when I got out of school, I wasn't like, OK, I know exactly what to do now. Like, it took me it took me a little while to figure it out. Honestly, I'm I'm actually very lucky at how fast I figured it out because I am such a productive person and I live off of being busy. I mean, I graduated, I think, on like May 13th or something. And then I had my day job by May 17th. And I was like, I was like, Juliana, you got to start working. So I went straight into it. So um, that helps just like having that kind of structure. I, I What helps me is just like, forming some kind of structure, whether it be something really small, like knowing, okay, I need to go to my job three days a week. Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm asking is what happens. How do you do that when you don't have your job, when your schedule isn't there? Like you said that you don't have a job at the moment. How do you do Mm. it then? That's what is like the real nitty gritty. Right. Um, like I said, um, I like, I like making lists and I also just like, because I like making lists, I literally have a list in one of the thousand notebooks that I own, um, it's called priorities. And I literally write down, it doesn't, and it's, it's career priorities, it's life priorities. Um, it's things that like, I've always wanted to do. And I kind of just like put them together and it's like, okay, what do I want to do at some point? Like, what do I want to get done? Um, I wish I had it in front of me. I would have, I would read it off. Um, but whether it's like, I want to redo my website. I got to do that one day. Um, I want to get some new pictures done. Got to book that session with that person. Um, I really want to take a class with this teacher. Let's go research them and see when they're teaching. Um, hey, I really want to make mac and cheese tonight. I, I want to go find a new recipe, like like small things. So for me, lists are like a huge thing. Um, or like when I when I think of something, I'm just like, oh, I really want to do that. I write it down. 
And then um, this is another crazy thing that I do. Um, at the end of every week, I go back to that list. Then I pick out the things that I want to do on that list. I'm like, oh, I haven't. I'm trying to think of something. Um, I've been I've been meaning to learn this song for myself. And one of my things on my priority list is like learn songs for fun. Like that sounds so crazy, but like learn songs for fun. So I was like, okay, great. On Wednesday, I don't have anything to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on this song. So I literally write on my Wednesday in my calendar, learn this song this day. And that just gives me something to check off. And if that's the only thing I do that day, I go to bed and I'm like, great, I did that today. I'm proud of myself. Does that sound crazy? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it makes me feel crazy listening to that. Like, oh, that's what a normal person does. No, um, oh my God, I feel bonkers for doing that. No, that's totally- But it's what keeps me up. It's crazy. Yeah, okay, so- I don't know if you feel this too. I you just you don't seem like the type to procrastinate. Let me tell you something. I realized the other day when I did something a few days earlier than it was expected. It was an essay. It was like a final, mm. and I finished it like the day before. It was it was getting a few days before it was due, and I was like finishing it up, and I knew I wouldn't need the full time to do it. Of course, I had other things to do that I would need the full time, mm-hmm. but I was finishing it up, and I was like, should I finish this now? Because <laughs> I've never not finished something like an hour before it was due. Right. And then I just, and I finished it and I, it sat in my computer, like kind of finished, like basically done, but I didn't consider it finished in my head until like the day of came and I went, okay, it's due in an hour. And then you sat and down pretended, and uh, it was, wow. I mean, and then I, I didn't yeah. even have to finish it. I didn't have to finish it. it. There was nothing to be done to it, but it just sat in my computer and I didn't even, I couldn't even bring myself to send it in a day early. Cause I was like, well, what if that 24 hours pass? And I realized there was some huge mistake that I needed to go back and fix. So I feel like as a procrastinator, I work best under pressure. Mm-hmm. So in that odd moment that I got things done on a normal time schedule, I was like, this is weird. Is this my best work? And then I just realized that I just never send in my best work when I procrastinate. <laughs> and it's it's kind of like that catch-all of like, if I send it in late and it's bad, I say, well, I didn't have it. I didn't give myself enough time. So that's why it's bad. Because uh, okay. I was so there, so it leaves this, you like, with final. an excuse. Yeah. it's. I was sitting there with this final being like, if I send this in now and I get it like a C. It's because I did just it early. I suck at this. <laughs> it's not because, <laughs> like it had nothing to do with the time crunch. I didn't have, I didn't not give myself enough time. I didn't rush through it. I took my time. And if I did bad, I'm just bad at doing that. And I realized like, that's another problem that I find. I'm like, have so many things to do in quarantine per se. And I'm like, well, if I'm not, (laughs) it's just weird. I don't know if you feel that way. It's funny because I kind of, I do feel that way in a sense um, where I literally, I have to take Opposed to like put being under pressure and like doing it in in crunch time, I take as much time as I think that I need. That I will because mm-hmm. I don't work well under pressure. When it comes to like like I'm thinking back to college, like I do I did not work well under pressure. Like when people would tell me they would write a five page research paper in an hour, I would get hives. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Like no, I if I found out two weeks prior an essay was due. I would start like three days later. I'd be like, okay, great. Let's start this paper. And I would write like 
maybe a paragraph a day. And then up until the hour before it's due, then I would finish it and then I would send it in. So even with all of that time, I technically procrastinated. So my I have procrastination, but I have a structured <laughs> procrastination, which makes it even weirder. It's like a microdose of procrastination. Yes. Yes. Like you still wait to the last minute, but just you don't like give yourself like it's not all last minute. Right. And I it's like that. It's like that now, too, because like I was saying, like if I have to learn a side for class, I get the side on Monday. The class is on Friday. I write in my calendar every single day. Look over side. Look over side. Looking over the side is reading it once. And I'm like, great. I worked on it. And then here I am the day before trying to memorize it. And I'm like, Juliana, you're such an idiot. You have the whole week to do this. But then some people would just say, oh, well, you have to micro like manage your task in your book and say like, oh, read, read side slash memorize side. Like I find also when speaking of media consumption and procrastination, you find all these like I don't know if you love like productivity YouTube. I love productivity YouTube and I watch it because I'm like, well, this is better than just watching like, I don't know, like stupid youtube videos that make no sense and don't relate to getting things done and then you just get overwhelmed with information about how to be productive and then you don't want to do it at all because you you've you instead of just like looking at one video on how to study you look at seven videos on how to study and you leave not wanting to study because you just watched two hours of how to study right 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 oh my i've actually sorry these are no, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, these are unanswerable questions. This is just me airing my grievances. I hope this isn't too frustrating <laughs> to listen back to. They're like, where's the answer? Are you just going to complain the entire time? Hey, give us a, give us some slack, okay? Come on. There, yeah, there will minute, be answers. It's, it's the 20-minute mark. There will, there will be answers. <laughs> on your end. It'll, hey, um, you'll come up with something. Maybe I can ask you a question or two. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> don't do actually that'd be fun we'll we'll try that we'll try that if we have extra time limelight. but but again we don't shut up so <laughs> it might not happen <laughs> i'm like two points in two bullet points anyways what were you gonna say <laughs> um i think i think what i was just gonna say was i had no idea that productivity um videos existed simply because I would look at them and I'd be like, great, now I need to make one of these videos to share my knowledge with the world and then I would just spiral so like no not for me I'm some kind of genius. I think they might be. I might send them to you. I might be a bad influence. Uh, okay. Like you want to live their life. They're so aesthetic. They're like aesthetic <laughs> and they're cool. Like once you learn about minimalism, I don't know if you already know about it, of but course. minimalist YouTube. Yes. I love minimalism. I literally go through my closet every other week and I'm like, I don't wear this ever. And then the next week I'll be like, what happened to that top? Oh yeah. I threw it out. I had to go into work at a wood shop today and I was like, I threw out all my wood shop clothes because I thought they were unnecessary. <laughs> So when you're in a, have you ever been, okay, I'm sure you've been in productivity slumps. And if so, like how long did it last and then what ended up pulling you out of it? And please don't say you've never been in one because that's just sad for me to hear. No. Oh my God. I promise I have. Um, I actually kind of have been this week. Well, there's two things that usually affect that. Um, I'd say that if I have one, it usually lasts about, usually lasts a few days. Um, and it's usually because I'm very, um, it honestly depends on my mood. Like if I'm sad about something, I won't want to do anything and I will blame it on my mood. And I'll just say, you know what, why, if, if I don't feel great, 
how am I going to get anything done? So I use my mood as an excuse, really. So I'm just like, you know what, let's just let's just lay in bed today or let's just watch a lot of Netflix or do whatever we want and not send an email today. And to me, that's like to a normal person, that's like, oh, that's taking a break. But for me, that's a productivity slump. And then there's the opposite where being too productive bites me in the butt because doing too much can lead to a slump too because it's like this adrenaline rush you're going 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 and then one day you wake up and you're like holy moly like I don't feel like doing anything today like my brain is so tired so that's when I'm just like I can't I can't do anything today so I kind of just and then that could last a few days depending on how tired my brain is so I don't know if that yeah, it's a normal answer. But. That's a very normal answer. I mean, I have burnout so much. It's so bad. I had the oh, worst no. burnout. I mean, I used to talk to you as a freshman about my theater burnout being like, I really entered this thousand dollar theater program with full on theater burnout, not even wanting to do. It. Uh, I do remember <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, my God. And it's just like it. When I think of the word burnout, I think back to auditioning and Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I miss it like more than anything. But yeah, there there were times where I would just would be my fourth day in a, in a row getting up at 5 a.m. And I'm like, I can't do this. I, I don't want to do this. Do I really have to go to this? Is this a make or break? And honestly, like, that's a whole different ballgame because you don't you don't think it's like, OK, to take a break okay to have a slump like you like I considered myself a failure whenever I decided you know what I can't go to that audition when in reality it was just because I was just so tired I was like you know what you're not you're not going to give your best work like you're not going to give a hundred percent so why go really I that would shut me down if I said if I told myself I'm not going to do my best work so I go I would never go to anything (laughs) I, I just I wouldn't. I mean, that's crazy. You just just need to be kinder to yourself, my friend. You will learn. I promise you, you, because I'm still that way. I know what you just said. I'm like, oh, I relate to that. I'm not 100% all the time. None of us are. But it's really what it's like getting into that mentality, which which I actually do eventually want to talk about. So we'll get back to that. But go ahead. Well, I mean, I was... I was this odd mix of productive. I'm I am continually this pro, this odd mix of like sometimes with productivity slumps, but also perfectionist at the same time. And I think that's what lends to my productivity slumps because I'm so afraid to do something wrong or poorly or be critiqued for doing something sadly that I don't want to do it at all. But what that leads to, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I feel like. I just have these weird distorted ideas or this dis- this dysmorphic idea of like what it means to do something well. Cause I mean, in the show I was just in at school, like I was like flubbing some lines before the show. And I remember talking to someone being like, Oh, I'm so I'm panicked. Like, cause I'm messing up these lines and I'd never do a show with every single line. Right. And they literally said, you are basically speaking the entire book. So you're fine. Yeah, really? Tell yourself honestly, some slack. Oh my goodness. But yes. to be honest, you can tell that to me all you want. But to me, I'm like, wait, are, am I not supposed to be perfect every show? No, <laughs> like, I I, that doesn't register in my completely. brain. Completely. I am, I am the biggest perfectionist, believe it or not. <laughs> but 
that's something that like is so important to talk about because as actors we set these really intense standards of perfectionism and what success looks like it's like i have to be so perfect this performance i can't make any mistakes or i have to book this many roles and then get representation and then once i get that representation i need to get in the room for this show like which is great i'm not saying don't have goals and dreams obviously but like I said, like we have to be patient and cut ourselves some slack because, I mean, especially right now, just because I think as a perfectionist, it's, it's hard to say this, but perfectionism is overrated. Um, and just like wanting to, and also I think that comes from have, wanting to like be like everybody else. If you know, does that, do you think so? I mean, I think, I want to be perfect because I feel like everyone else is perfect. And um, it reminds me of one of these, one of these quotes that um, one of my favorite artists at the moment, Youngblood, he says it all the time. He goes, um, we don't need to put ourselves in a box to conform to what others think we need to be or like what we need to do because boxes are for cereal. And I, I think I want to say that to myself like every day before I wake up, boxes are for cereal. Do not, yeah don't put yourself in it because you are you and you're on your own journey and that like speaks to all levels for me at least yeah i mean i don't think i never truly think that anyone's perfect because i think i've also grown up uh and maybe it's i don't want to overstep like the few years difference that we have in age but i also think i grew up with a society that from the get-go from when i was like pretty much high school was always like no one's perfect no one's perfect no one's perfect like we've found out i found my generation found out quick enough about like social media perfection and like it's this true. idea that everyone's perfect and immediately squashed it but what i don't understand and i, I do struggle with it sometimes yeah. but more importantly it's not that i think everyone's perfect it's that i think everyone is a better than me possibly because they do tell you, like, oh, especially in theater, like, oh, you're never the best one in the room. Even if you think you are, there's always someone better. And then you – to do that, it just couldn't get toxic if you dwell on that I, fact. Yeah, I, I honestly – I hate that saying because I get what they're trying to say when they say that because you don't want to come in and be all, like, I'm the best thing. But, like, you have to walk in and say, hey, this is my job. Like, this is mine and I'm going to come get it. But you don't – walk in and tell the casting director that that's what you need to say to yourself you know I honestly I I know I know mm -hmm. what you're saying when you say that I I personally just hate that oh my god yeah and another thing is is that I definitely have this weird I concept that maybe not everyone is perfect but everyone else in the world I just immediately like am like oh they're more productive than me mm -hmm. and it's just the, I, this idea that I have not come to terms with that people like get things done while I don't <laughs> it's like and it like throws me off and it makes me think and because I don't know everyone's personal life I don't know if they go home and they work just as well as me or if they work less or if they work more mm -hmm. but because I also don't micromanage all their faults so when I micromanage all my faults I'm like oh it's because I didn't work as hard as I should have but they might have faults that I don't even notice that they might and they might be doing the whole thing. This other phrase in theater that I kind of love it still, even though I always have to recognize where it's at fault. What I gave, I had what I kept. I lost forever implies huh. that you can give 100 percent each day. And what, OK, so this is a gripe I have. And it's so sweet. But they say, like, 
they're like, oh, well, you just got to give 100% every day because you never know who's watching. And like, even if you're tired, you just have to give it your all. See, or that's you, the difference, Even when though. you're tired, you have to give 110%. No, that's the difference. To, but to I me, I was just going to say, in my mind, <laughs> I hope, um, in my mind, like, that's frustrating to me because when I'm t- sometimes I can't give 110%. And when mm-hmm. you sit there saying, even when you're tired, you have to give it 110%. It's going to make me feel defeatist being like, I literally cannot, no matter how hard I try. What I have to do is I have to like reframe it and be like, they just don't know how to use English. And they're just trying to say, give a hundred percent of what you have at the moment. That's exactly what I'm saying. But it's just exactly. The- yes. That's, that's what should be and, told. That's, yeah. That's and in it. the pandemic, it's even harder because these, because these teachers are like, I know it's hard, but you have to give 110%. And I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's not just hard, but I have to give a hundred percent. 10%. It's hard and I cannot physically do that at the moment in a right. in a one foot square foot of like dance and sing and acting space at the moment. Ugh, yeah. And there is one teacher at our school who you haven't had the pleasure of knowing, uh Professor Peter Flynn and who's just yes, so amazing yes. about that and is so quick to be like push that give it all your all, but also go with what you have in the moment. Like you can only use what you have in your toolbox at the moment and you don't always have a perfect toolbox. I think that's fabulous. I and think like, that, that that's exactly, it helps. needs to be yes. worded. And it's also, that's the thing. All of, all of that. I can't do this today. I can't do that. Like it's so much easier said than done, but like it's the way you word it. Cause if you wake up mm-hmm. and you immediately tell yourself, I can't do this today. You're not going to do it as, as harsh as that sounds like you're not going to do it. So you need to reword it and you need to say, I can't do it to the extent that I want to, but I will give it my all because the second Mm -hmm. that you, that you word it in a way where you're like, well, there's no possible way I can succeed. You won't succeed. You're not going to do it. And that's, that's with our career. That's with, that's with performing, but, and that's also with productivity. If you wake up and you say, there's no way I can get anything done today. You wake up and you say, okay, well, I can shower. I can eat a meal. I can watch something that makes me happy. That's productive to me. Say, saying that you want to yeah. do something that day and saying that you can do whatever you can do that day, that's product. That's productivity to me. You don't need to write a novel and take three dance classes and do all these crazy things to feel productive. That's just not reasonable. And if you can, claps to you. <laughs> I mean, as much as I'm going off here about like how productive I am, I am not that person. Oh my god, I, I beat my, I like. I look, I look at people online and I'm just like, oh my God, like they booked a pilot. How do you book a pilot during a pandemic? Like, and then I begin to spiral and then I'm like, okay, great. Like, so then I need to take this class with this person and then I need to do this. I need to do that. And then I go back to my mindset and I'm like, I, I don't think I can handle that right now. I don't think I want to do that right now. This is what I would rather do in the moment. And this is what I can handle. So in my opinion, that long thing that I, I don't know how we even got here, <laughs> but it, it really is all about mindset. It does. And I think it, I mean, 
I hate to admit this because I love to always be right, but I'm not. And when these teachers say things like give it 100 percent, it's so easy for me and maybe uh, maybe other people. I can't speak for them to just so quickly be like shut down because of it. Mm-hmm. And like if they're like give it 100 percent and you literally can't and they're trying to force you, it's so easy to be like, well, then I'm not going to do it at all. And yeah. I'm just going to give up for the day yeah. when in reality, sometimes I myself need to be like, don't be a little brat. Just try. And as soon as that happens, like it kind of unlocks itself and becomes much easier. But yeah, that it, it's it's just so hard to not li- to not listen to people because we thrive off of validation as humans. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, being told that you're always being watched and that you better give it your all or else you might miss an opportunity is like so it's awful hard advice. to hear, even if it's true. I mean, it could be true, like, who's to say? But also, like, there's always a set of – there's a chance because not you're not always 100%. I don't know. Because I love these teachers dearly, but sometimes you just don't force – like, you just don't push someone, like, too far or you – I don't know. What's a good analogy for it? I, like, hurting sh- – no, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying to force, think of one, you too. You can't force okay. stuff like that. Okay. I don't know why a cliff is coming to my head like a cliff i don't know why a cliff a cliff cliff, just a cliff and like a tight rope i don't know that's what i think of when i hear some like Mm -hmm. a story like that like it's as if they're like bringing you to a cliff and you need to unicycle across the cliff on that tight rope and you're like i can't do it and then they're like all right fine we'll at least walk it but that that's still hard (laughs) you know what i mean it's like okay but that doesn't make it any better as much does that make sense (laughs) it makes sense so i would probably say like herding sheep like if you've ever seen someone herd sheep they're not like pushing the sheep into where they want to go like they're just they're just letting the sheep follow in whatever way they can yes (laughs) but your cliff it's like war of the analogies they're both good they're both good i'd I'd give them at least a seven out of ten we try hey we tried mindsets (laughs) (laughs) anyone still listening so, thank you no i th- this might be a i can't tell if this is going to lead to a much better listening experience or everyone's just going to be really confused whatever whatever okay as an actor what about the industry do you think has made productivity harder i would i would say that just the transitions and changes as a whole really i mean it's just the fact that everyone is kind of winging it right now i mean i i'm talking about like post grad like this is like the industry industry um, I don't know about like college right now. I don't know if it's any different, but um, our industry just has made, first of all, it's made immense strides since March, like with the ability of virtual theater and um, EcoCast Live and just having better plans set in place for 2021. But it's so hard to feel like the work you're doing right now means anything because there's no end goal. Like there's no job to be booked or if there are, like they're very limited. But um, I guess overall, the acceptance of, okay, I don't have all the answers right now. But nobody else really does either. I mean, I think that's the toughest because I think that actors literally invented the idea of FOMO. Like, I swear, every actor, including myself, finds a way to try to scope out information like, oh, wow, like, I saw your film a self-tape on your Instagram. Like, that's awesome. So what job was it for? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think just accepting that 
what you're doing is enough and that it's just a huge learning process for everyone right now. That just, that makes it so much easier to get whatever you can done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think self-tapes in general, when people say the future of the theater industry is self-tapes, it genuinely terrifies me. Completely. I like, almost am like, just don't say. Well, because self-tapes, here's the thing. I'm used to going into an audition and doing what I can and leaving and being like, well, I put it all out there. But with self-tapes, you can put it all out there and then look back at it and realize it looked bad and then put it all out there 20 times in a row. And every time something's yes. wrong, that makes you want to re-record. Oh, absolutely. It's, and it leads to the perfectionism thing. And like, there's points where it's like, why do I even want to sit here for two hours to f- make a self-tape that I won't be happy with in the end? <laughs> I can I just know. do it last minute and like be like, well, it's whatever. It's kind of like in the moment that way. With but... my advice with self-tapes, not that I'm like the master, with that, I give myself X amount of time to record and X amount of takes. And even if I'm doing it, even if you do it the day before and you have like crunch time, that's that's like pressure added on, which is great. But if you have this like expectation going in set for yourself that like, okay, I want to get this done in an hour. I want to, I don't want to tape it more than five or six times and whatever comes out, comes out. And that's what I did for the day. And that's okay for me. Like, now in this pandemic, I don't know what's going to happen once the pandemic's over. Like my pressure, my blood pressure is going to go skyrocket. I'm like, oh my God, everyone's doing this now. But um, yeah, the thing that, that gets me is that I will finish it and I'll feel so happy and then edit it and then I'll send it out. Then a week later, I'll go back for whatever reason and I'll watch it and I'll say, I sent that out. That was so bad. Oh, no. You know what I mean? But that's me being my worst <laughs> critic. Like, if I showed someone else, they'd be like, oh, that's great. Again, like, you are your worst possible critic. So it's just, it's so, it's so demeaning and hard to have to judge yourself before other people judge you. Like, think about it. That's the process of a self-tape. You need to love yourself first before sending out your work. And that's so hard. Because that goes back to that validation yeah, aspect. Yeah, no, every, I swear to you, everyone is struggling with it. I promise you, everyone is struggling with that. There is no such thing as a person who gets it perfect. I mean, Patti Lapone can't even get a good self-tape set up. Bernadette Peters can't even get a good self-tape set up. Think about that. If you know what I'm referring to. (laughs) I don't. What is it? What are you talking about? Oh, when, when Stephen Sondheim had his 90th birthday, they did like that that compilation and that oh. oh my god did you see it yes yeah they don't know how to <laughs> there, set up their self tape you bet their butts that they did that in one take and they were like eh he'll love it anyway it's me i wish i had that attitude but <laughs> then again they're patty lapone and bernadette peters we can't all be patty lapone and bernadette peters so i think we I just think need to that. improve as much as because i will tell you right now i recorded a show and the other day I sat down and I thought about the show that we recorded and I said, I have zero intentions on watching this back. Same. My parents can watch it while I'm up in my bedroom crying <laughs> because I've never had to watch myself do a show unless someone's sending me a clip of myself for uh, real. Right. 
So I'm like, why? How am I going to do this the whole show? I'm like, I don't know how my body looks the entire time because I don't think about that 24-7. And what cut are they going to take? It's, I'm just like, I have. To, I, I will tell you, I have sent out videos of me performing over this pandemic, like in cabarets and stuff, that the people have watched and co- complimented me on that I fully haven't watched back myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you watch yourself tapes, though. That's like the number one thing that... Oh, yeah, say. I mean, I watch myself tapes. Because casting directors say that. Back. I'm not that bad. No, casting directors literally say that, like, in Q&As or classes and stuff, people will be like, people, watch the self-tapes before sending them out, because there are people that have sent me self-tapes of them, like, sending the wrong take for whatever reason, or just, like, oh, God, oh, my God, that sounds, like, horrible. But, yeah, anyway. No, yeah, self-tapes, I do watch back. But if it's something that was, like, a part of, like, a different group or someone else i know someone else looked through it and checked that it was all all right mm-hmm. no need for my eyes <laughs> it's fine i just need a little patty in my life who doesn't so totally. what would you say is your best advice to as an actor on staying productive in a pandemic i mean also in general but definitely in the pandemic so and also like wait hold on let me multi-part this question yeah sure so how has your productivity within your job expertise, like how has that expanded beyond simply auditioning and self-taping and acting? And you know what I mean? Just like the general wheelhouse that everyone assumes when they mention these kinds of things. How yeah. has your productivity within your job expanded beyond that? So it's actually so funny because when people, when you tell people that you're an actor, they're like, oh, so what are you in? And it's like, well, I'm not in anything right now. Oh, so how are you an actor? And it's like, how? No, there's more that goes into that. So I just had to put that out there. But um, yeah, now because there's no theater going on, um, my biggest way of staying productive is networking, meeting casting directors um, through classes that I take, emailing so much, researching what theaters have been doing right now, um, just like all the virtual events that they have. Um, I've actually like through this, I've learned that I actually love the business side of our industry because we are CEOs of our own company. And like, I get giddy when I write out a well-structured email to a casting director. I'm like, that, that was really good. Like that, that took about 30 minutes too long, but like it came out great and they, they usually don't answer. So it's fine. (laughs) But, um, I also, um, I've been, I've been taking classes also, like, whenever I can. I mean, I'm not taking a class every week, but to me, like, the learning never stops. Like, you you can, sure, get your BFA and get the training you want and listen to those teachers, but there's a lot more out there. And, um, yeah, I just genuinely enjoy learning more. And I've even found some new mentors from it, which is actually pretty cool and it gets me more excited when the world is back to normal because then I'll finally be able to like breathe the same air as them as opposed to meeting them in a little box (laughs) but um yeah I definitely say the networking is is the most fun and it's actually going to become probably the most productive tool for actors um in the future because I mean especially with COVID because if you know if you know the actor, you'll want to hire them. 
and whether it's me sending 10,000 emails to ex casting director, they'll know who I am at least. They'll be like, oh, that's the annoying girl from the email. We should give her a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Get her to shut up. Yeah, get her to shut up. Just let her sing, damn it. (laughs) So I would say the biggest pieces of advice, um, we slightly touched on them, but I can, I'll go go deeper. But the biggest piece of advice I would say, again, before you do something, ask yourself, I want to do this or do I feel like I need to do this? And that will make things 10 times easier when it comes to deciding what you get done. And this is something that um, my career coach tells me all the time. He says, you are a human first and you are an artist second. So you need to take care of your mental health and spirit before being able to create any kind of art or sending any email or doing whatever and staying productive because your entire self won't be in it because you'll be forced. I mean, that kind of goes back to you having to go into class and thinking, oh, I need to be 110%. No, if the human isn't 110%, the artist won't be 110%. So make sure that you're just thinking of the mentality. Again, it goes back to the mentality aspect of it. You're human first and your artist second. So listen to your heart when it comes to that. And my biggest saying during this time my therapist told me this. I am, first of all, I'm a soccer mom in terms of supporting for therapy. Love therapy. We can get into that. Um, she has told me it's okay for today. It's okay for today. You know, like I'm, I'm doing what I can today. It's okay for today. And that, yeah, that just kind of goes back to like setting the standards that we put on ourselves. Like that's okay for today. It doesn't need to be this immaculate thing that I get done so yeah yeah it's okay for today (laughs) now hold on you have a career coach (laughs) um yeah I do but it's it's um, what's that like it's not like it's not like an agent or anything it's literally like um basically someone who is in the industry where you like if I have a question or I need insight or like I'm struggling I'll go to him and I'll be like help me and then he'll help me so it's it's kind of like having a theater therapist which is really awesome I personally love him that's so crazy yeah I've never heard of that before yeah it I always feel so weird like telling people about it or just like saying the term career coach because it makes it seem like oh you don't have your career under control it's either that or, wow, she thinks her career is so good that she needs a coach for it. Like, it's it's either end of the spectrum. It, it, it's, it's helped like me. Like, you need mentally. someone to do your finances once you're rich enough? Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it feels like when I say that. I'm just like, yeah, I need someone. To, it's like saying I have a manager. I don't have a manager. I literally, people who say they have a manager when they're 19 years old, I'm like, what are you managing? What career are you managing? <laughs> so that. Puberty. <laughs> I'm, I need him around. I need her around when my voice drops. I need help. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Career coach. Recommend it completely. I will send you his information. So you uh, ooh. If I have the money, then yeah, one day. <laughs> so 
we got a little bit into this and I want to jump back kind of as an uplifting final. I mean, there's more questions. There's, there's some closing questions, but Mm -hmm. in the bulk of it all, I want to ask what tools have you used to be more productive during this pandemic? And you've mentioned a few of them like lists and stuff, but like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, like what tools do you recommend? And then also like what tools didn't work for you that you tried and quickly found out like, no, this isn't going to help me. So, um, yeah, like I said, the making lists and setting priorities and finding some kind of structure is what really helps me. Um, and also just like setting little goals or like do like little things to do throughout the week. And it can be on any end of the spectrum. Like I said, whether it's just exercising or finishing a book or a teacher you want to take a class with. So yeah, I love, I love that. That's been like my number one thing that's really gotten me through. And on top of that, because you're a human first and then an artist second, find something to look forward to every single day as like some of somewhat of a reward. Like it can be something so small. Um, like I'm going to FaceTime my friends at the end of this week. Like something to look forward to. My thing lately, like we were talking about YouTube before, like my thing is going on YouTube when I wake up in the morning and looking at my homepage and then adding a bunch of things to my watch later album that way when um like before i go to sleep or like when i feel like i need a break i just watch trixie and katya be stupid or just like young blood young blood crowd surfing at brixton academy like really stupid youtube where that makes me so happy like the amount of rupaul's drag race compilations i have in my watch later it's really upsetting that that is like number one (laughs) um there's also this one thing that I really wanted to mention um, in terms of productivity. Um, I've never used it, but it sounds like something that a lot of people would, would find useful. Um, it's called Fly Lady, and it's a software that breaks up tasks into, um, they said it as 15 minutes, but you can, I think you can set it to anything, but it breaks up your tasks into 15 minute increments using a timer. And when the timer rings, you switch to something else. So it kind of like stops the tendency of burnout or just getting sucked into spending hours on things that don't really matter. So whether it's like, okay, I'm setting this 15 minute timer to go on my phone and take a break. But after that 15 minutes is up, I got to go back and do my homework. So it kind of, it kind of helps. Is it 15 minutes? It's 15 minutes. So it's 15 minutes always. I think, I think Hmm. you have the ability to change it. I think you can change it, but I think it's, it's an automatic setting of 15 minutes um it kind of helps dismantle that whole like all or nothing syndrome you know it's like oh well if i'm on my phone for this amount of time there's no way i'm gonna get that done or vice versa so i think that might be helpful for for at least one person listening because i hear it's it works wonders yeah that sounds like the pomodoro technique it's a pomodoro is 25 minutes okay yeah 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 yeah, that whole technique's like 25 minutes and then a five-minute break. And then you do that for two hours, and then you get to take a long break. Yeah. I, so it's like two I, hours I and 25, say, five, and then things really, like that. Just like and setting... then there's like that app called Forest. I never heard of that one. You can use – Forest is so fun because you like set a timer, and you're not allowed to touch your phone. Like it locks your phone within the amount that the timer is going off for. Oh, that's and, awesome. And um, it grows a little plant. It grows a little like plant on your on the app, and Aww. then you can have like a whole forest. And the size of the plant is dependent on the amount of time you 
put the timer on. So if you take big, long 45 minutes breaks, you're going to have huge trees in your forest. I or love you could just that. Have like little, tiny 15 minute plants. Yeah. Oh my God. I got some, I got some tips too. I may not be productive, but I have the <laughs> means to do so. Hear that everybody go down the forest forest. You heard it here first. So yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, also one more thing and then I'll, I want you to, if this is, you You are my guest. I do not want to speak over you. But another thing that you had said that reminded me of something is that you were talking about setting goals that, like, you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I had watched this video um, about push and pull tasks. Like, you have things that you want to do. Like, a push task, you have to, you don't want to do it necessarily. And it's going to take, like, a lot of effort to do. And then a pull task is, like something that you can do very easily that you really love to do. It'll come easily. It won't be hard to get started. And a lot of people have either too much of one or too much of the other. Um, And it's good to find that balance. Yeah. Of like half of like a good balance of like tasks that you want to do and tasks that might, you might not want to do, but you know, will better you in the future. And so you push to do it. Yeah. So that kind of things like that. That's kind of similar between like the want and the need. I mean, the only time I find it okay to do a task that I need to do is when another person is affected. Like if, if it is for a deadline for a job or like if I'm taking a class, like obviously I have to learn the side so that the teacher can help me. So it's like, it's like, I don't want to do that today, but like I need to do that today. So I would, I definitely will take push and pull into account now too. Yeah, it's fun. I could show you the video from that. I tell you, you're gonna love productivity YouTube. You're gonna get oh, very no. used to. Well, guess what? I'm gonna add it to my watch later list, and then I'm gonna watch it at three in the morning. They all use. <laughs> they all use the same exact like tools, and like they get like advertisements from these people. So like, download Notion if you want like to make good. It's like an online to do list kind of thing, and it's I don't know whatever. Download Notion. It's my free advertisement for them. That's. This, this podcast is sponsored sponsored by Notion. Am I allowed to say that? No. <laughs> Whatever. I don't Whatever. think they're listening. No, gonna, Notion, if you're listening, sponsor Harrison. It's fantastic. Please. It's going to make me more productive. You're going to be helping me. Help me help you. Okay. So more, more st- like what are other methods? <laughs> And what like what has worked if you have more things to say or what did you try that didn't work for you? Well, those are the, those are the majority of the ones that have worked for me. Um, I would say that um, I don't think that there are any like methods that have failed, not like necessarily methods. And again, we kind of did touch on this, just forcing myself to do something when I don't want to do it or I'm not in the head, right headspace for it, because trust me, I, I've done that. And like I said, like, unless it's something important on account of somebody else, like I see no point in forcing myself to do something that I don't want to do. Like, why do I have to waste my time? Because you're in control of your own time. And as that's a scary statement, but it's like, you, you will fail if you are doing something when you're not in that headspace and don't even like want to bother with getting the right mentality there there are days where i don't where i don't want to do anything and i have all of these things on my to-do list and i'm like okay like 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 let's just get through them and 
at the end of the day, I don't feel productive. I feel like a failure because I know that I didn't give a hundred percent on those. Th- those are my days where I don't have a good mentality. So I'm kind of like a hypocrite here because before I was like, it's all in the mindset, which is true. But um, on the days where I don't feel like changing my mindset and kind of like giving up, I kept going. It, it, as, as much as that's good, it, it does bite you in the butt. So if you don't, if you don't think that you can, for the sake of your mental health, I say don't. I just say don't do it. Yeah, I think it's all, I don't know. I agree with that to a sense. I mm-hmm. also have, again, from that same teacher, Peter Flynn, that I've ta- mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. have learned the importance of bringing that I don't want to do it mentality with you. Just kind of being yeah. like, I don't want to do it. And I'm going to do it even though I don't want to just do it as if you don't want to do it and see where that takes you. So right. I understand the point I, I do get, I get, um, but that's more as like an artist, less of like a general productive person when it comes to like type a kind of things. Right. But when it comes to being a creative, it definitely has helped me to be like, you know what? I don't want to do it and I'm going to do it just like I don't want to do it. Or maybe I'll right. do something like, I'll do something angry or I'll do something like blase, like a piece that I'm going to record or something. I don't know. I'm trying to work it. I'm, I'm just a child. I'm just trying to manage that myself at the moment. <laughs> we all are. Trust me. So I am going to do, I do want you to ask me, I don't know. Do you want to ask me a question? Oh, now, I, now I need to think of a question. Um, well, first of all, did any of this help you? Like personally, do you think that you'll, that you'll take any of this advice? No, you can say no. Yeah. You can say no. But what 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 <laughs> what I no. what I want No, I it guess, didn't help me. <laughs> I guess like I guess what I'm trying to and say no is one like, else. how what will you take from this that you didn't that you've heard before and that you didn't listen to or something that you've never heard before that you're like, okay, maybe I'll consider that. Well, I mean, first of all, lists. I need to make more lists. I think I've I really appreciated what you had to say about having a schedule when there's no like actual schedule except for the one that you put upon yourself. Yeah. Like not like a school ske- schedule. I really appreciated that. I definitely really appreciated your sentiments on being a professional actor, seeing as I have no experience with that except for in school. Um you'll get there. I definitely appreciated all of that. And even the stuff that like I couldn't relate to per se, which is like you being like, oh, well, I'm just very productive. And um, sometimes I'm just like, it's all in the mind. Sometimes if I'm not feeling it, I just watch Netflix and I'm like, that's fine. And that's okay for me. Like there are things like I can, I know is right, but I can't like, I know I am not like that kind of person. Like I will beat myself up over stuff like that. And I'm not as productive as you have been during this quarantine. Um, I also even I that want is like I was gonna, gonna say, say like I want <laughs> why do we love talking I, so hold on much? I was just gonna <laughs> go ahead go ahead go we ahead. all were gonna say I was I was just gonna say um even things I couldn't relate to inherently not that I didn't trust you or didn't like it or I didn't want to listen to it but I I appreciate knowing someone else's mindset and how someone else lives their life like I appreciate the knowledge of knowing someone else's experience so sometimes when I'm not feeling myself I'm gonna say let me try to feel like Juliana today let me try (laughs) to live up to like how she would live her daily life we don't I don't even have to be good I don't even have to have a good day in Juliana's eyes let's just have a mediocre Juliana day and maybe that'll be a good (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. I love that. But that, again, that, I mean, as much as I love that, that's also comparing and which I hate, which I hate to do. But if that is a way that you can like boost yourself up, absolutely use it. Um, but I just also need to say like, as productive as I sound and as much as I love being productive and busy, it doesn't mean that I don't have those days, you know? I mean, we are all human. We are all human. I mean, remember that this is a crazy time for absolutely everyone. Like you go on social media and everyone seems so happy, go lucky, like we were talking about before. I feel like I've personally lived like six different lives during this pandemic. I mean, I lost my job twice. I got a second remote job, found out that they weren't paying me. Um, I I fell in love and then that sadly didn't work out well. Um, I decided I wanted to get my fitness certification because I was like, okay, let's, let's do that because there's nothing to do. But then there are some days where I'm like, I hate myself. I wish that this wasn't happening. I wish that I had a different life. Like there, it, there are so many different ends of the spectrum that we're all on. So as much as it seems like I'm this super, super productive person and like it's perfect all the time, I, I trust me, it's not. So if there's any, yeah. if there's anyone that's been listening, that's like this girl, how dare she come in and be like, change your mindset, <laughs> change your mindset. That's easy for you to say you productive person. No, I am just as much that person as I am this person. So I definitely want to want that to be clear too. Yeah. And you know what you said? You said something interesting, how you were like, yes, like that's great that you want to take me into consideration, but that's also comparing yourself. And I don't like that part of it. It reminded me of this thing. So speaking of YouTube and being very into like watching videos, I got really into like those online tarot card readings where they just like would be like make a prediction about something in your life. Oh, yeah. And my favorite thing is that this this one person would always say, take what resonates and leave the rest. And I find that like is such a universal saying like I can you you say like, yes, like take inspiration from people, but don't compare yourself. And I don't like that part of it. I think having that universality and that universal like idea of if someone says something and it resonates with you in a certain way, but not every way, just take what resonates and leave the rest. Absolutely. It like, and that's hard for me too. Like if my teacher were to be like, give a hundred percent, give 110% back to that whole thing. If I haven't already said 110%, 5,000 times already. Oh, same. Um, <laughs> if when he says that sometimes I just need to realize if I just say, okay, what he's trying to say is push through it because we're all struggling. Like if whatever he said that resonates in that statement Right. Instead of focusing on everything that doesn't and shutting down because of it. And of course it's all easier said than done. Um, but just yeah. taking what you agree with and what will help you from what they're saying and just taking the rest and being like, okay, bye. I don't need to hear the rest of that. Absolutely. Or think about the rest of the, yeah. And that, that's also, like, so, yeah. I was so nervous coming on here. Um, but also so excited because I was like, I want to share like what tips I have, but then the imposter syndrome in me is like, who am I to give people advice and productivity when I'm just a person? Like I'm just, I'm not an expert on this or like, you know? So I, I just hope that whoever does decide to listen 
takes what they can, but doesn't feel like they are obligated to do absolutely everything that was said and, and not agree with everything that was said. And I mean, like, of course, everything, when you speak about everything from like third person, like in retrospect, like this is what you do. And of course, when you're not in the moment having to do it, of course, you're going to sound uppity or of course, you're going to sound like a little bit like. It's it's hard not to. I find that when I sit down and I record these podcasts with people, it's easy to speak on behalf of the best version of yourself, but you aren't right. always that. So now watch me wake up tomorrow morning and be like, oh, where is that person? <laughs> yeah, oh, watch me Monday. edit this Friday, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> After the, watch uh, the irony of editing that podcast last minute, whatever. <laughs> so... My final, I always ask this question at the end. Um, I'm just going to ask if you were in my shoes and you had to ask me or you had to interview yourself, mm-hmm. what question would you have asked yourself that I have not yet? And then go ahead and answer that. Ooh. I, I guess I would say, I mean, we were talking so much about like what other people have taught us about this, I guess. Um, in, in our industry, I mean, since, since we are talking about like actors, I guess I would ask like, what is something that I discovered about this industry on my own, as opposed to hearing it from another person? Mm-hmm. Honestly, you won't believe me when I say I've never heard this from anybody, but at the end of the day, you are more than what you do. Like it's, it's not about what jobs you booked how many things you checked off your to-do list, emails you sent. You are your own beautiful self at the end of the day. And you're enough. That I've heard before, but like, you're enough. Like my favorite saying that, again, I've never heard anywhere, but I just tell people, I say, eat the damn cake, Barbara. Just eat the cake. Like, do what makes you feel happy and fulfilled. And like, Again, like it, you're, you are you, or not what you do. Like I sure, I'm an actor. I act. I send emails. I'm also a small human being who likes eating nachos and watching YouTube until three in the morning. I'm loud and I'm whatever. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. No, it does, because I've heard you are enough, too, but it's almost like you are enough even when you're not producing enough or you're not working enough. or when Exactly. You're, like exactly. that. That I haven't heard either. Yeah. Truly. I mean. Yeah, you should be like on Instagram. Why don't you do this on Instagram? Sorry, me giving you more <laughs> things to work and worry about is not healthy, considering the context of this. Well, you should just go on Instagram and be an influencer. Wait, Even there's Megan actually, Bowen. Do you know who actually, she is? I do know who she is. Believe it or not. Um, that's actually crazy because I want to say back in April, I had this idea of what, when everyone and their mother was thinking about starting a podcast, I wanted to start a podcast where I God, God, don't call me out. No, 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 no. I promise. Don't call me out like that. (laughs) Hey, you said, you said you had multiple different things you wanted to do and this is what you chose. And I absolutely love it. I love the concept of this, by the way, not that I, that you haven't heard me say it a million times, but, um, I had this idea of making a podcast that literally talks about health and, and wellness balance where I would 
interview people who in my eyes have their whole life together and be like, what's your secret? Like, what, what is your, what is your opinion on a healthy mindset? Cause I, I personally love like taking, like, like you said, like taking, absorbing what I want to take out of it and then just sit with it. I think that, and mm -hmm. I, I just love learning more and more and more about like how to, how to keep a mindset balanced and healthy. I'm still struggling with it. I mean, I'm not perfect again. Um, yeah, that that's like the closest I've gotten to being somewhat of an influencer. I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll start some kind of podcast about balance. It was going to call it was I had a whole thing planned like it was going to be called in moderation because you do things in moderation. And I had a whole theme song mm. planned like Jackson wrote it. It was amazing. But I don't know, maybe one day it'll see the world. <laughs> You should do it. Okay, podcasts aren't that hard, and I can give you the tools to start one. I I no, I shouldn't that. say that. That makes that really degrades my own work. Podcasts are very hard, <laughs> and it's a struggle to do it. And you should be thankful I'm on the air at the moment. No, no, no. Yeah, people, come on. But I'll get Appreciate you the tools. this. Your candy you're getting. <laughs> this episode <laughs> in particular is surely a fun one. So, yeah. Speaking of social media influencing where can people find you and follow you for more great tips oh my goodness um you can find me on instagram my instagram is at j underscore chimenti and that's spelled c-h-i-m-e-n-t-i and also shameless plug i do have an instagram where i sing stuff <laughs> and that instagram is juliana underscore sing sing because that's that's another thing that i've gotten in quarantine is just like making silly covers of songs that I like. They're not silly, but you're so good at them. Can you call it silly if they're very talented? Oh, thank like, you. Very good videos. I think I think they're silly, but I literally I put silly is like me burping in a self tape. <laughs> no, that's that's genius. No, that's kind of sad. No, that's comedy. That's <laughs> it's comedy. A, it's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> that's controversial yet brave. What about your website? Oh my God. Yes. Catch me. <laughs> Catch me at juliana-chimenti.com. Just edited it and it looks kind of swanky. So check that out. For all you casting directors listening. Wink, wink. Hello. Whoever, whoever you are. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. No I had joke. such a great time. And you are back. You are welcome back anytime to speak on anything else. Oh my gosh. Um, of course, as always. I'm honored. <laughs> On that note, I will bid both you and our audience adieu. 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 I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.